She got to start when he's live. Oh. <laughs> I thought he did the way. Because otherwise it just wave. sounds like we come in and go, oh. oh. Fantastic timing there. We are really, <laughs> we're really good at this. Commit. Fuck. Welcome back. I did. Hello. Apparently I'm now Sir Hops. <laughs> Oh, okay. Let this me this fell apart fast. real fast. What oh. happened? Oh my goodness! Oh, am I, I the only one who's in. been in a barbershop quartet? God damn it! <laughs> I've made oh, it worse. A... Okay, okay, that's fine. Let me just it's a quintet. You have set us up. You're for Sir Humps. You're Kibbles. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I had this right. I don't know how I. Wait, anyway, I? Right. Welcome back to Zero Strategy Podcast, <laughs> episode who twelve. I hope you're doing well today. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I am joined by my wonderful hosts, uh, Cyber Project. Uh, just Grog. Guys, it's an Hello. audio podcast, all right? <laughs> Hello, folks. It's Grog like here. Fucking wave if I want to. It's 2020. Uh, we got the mighty Kibbles. Hi. And we got Sir Humps. Yo, 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 what up? Sir Humps in the house. <laughs> and we got Java Oh, no. Hello there. Oh, no. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, for people who may be new to the podcast, we always start off with a brief intro uh, and a brief catch up with everyone and kind of find out what everyone's been up to this past week. I also want to say, if you are watching live in the stream, feel free to ask us any questions. Just make sure to at one of us or at the podcast, uh, and we will try and get to any questions that you may have. First of all, Cyber, how has your uh, last couple of weeks been? What have you been up to? Been rough. I'm tired if you can't see all these bags on my eyes. But apart from that, I'm doing well. Uh, moved the, the room, if you couldn't tell. Almost killed myself. Um, been doing a lot of YouTube stuff and uh, a lot of streaming. Apart from that, loving Valorant still. That's going to be the, the same rolling thing every week. Valorant, love it. <laughs> Keep playing. Absolutely, I'm the same. What about yourself, Grog? What have you been up to? Um... I've been kind of doing more of the same. I'm, I've been playing a lot of Warzone. Got some crazy plays in last night uh, as josh can attest um so yep. sir humps here we got two wins two two wins last night which is fucking wild uh and i think they were like only two games apart from one another yeah so that's been really fun playing a lot of warzone um hopefully today i will be playing uh, monster prom later with wolfie uh so it should be fun and yeah just keep on keep it on nice good stuff kibbles what have you been up to a lot of Warzone, and then I got killed by some hackers, and I got real upset about it, so I played some God of War instead. <laughs> you got a new camera, though, right? I did get a new camera. If you can't tell. I can, I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> no, situa no situation on Earth why you would want to do that, but <laughs> uh, I can do it. I don't, think the camera makes it. I don't think the camera makes that better. You know what I mean? Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just... <laughs> can you do like a mukbang stream where you're just like eating and then every now and again exactly. it just like zooms in i can turn the gain up real high at the same time mukbang, <laughs> not asmr same <laughs> at the same time i'm an innovator god which we know humps likes that so i wouldn't uh, you know be careful <laughs> <I do>. <laughs> <laughs> all right and uh humps what have you been up to uh big chilling brothers uh, i've been playing i've been playing a lot of warzone too but i've been playing destiny i've actually swapped it up a little bit in destiny um the last stream i did on destiny i did a comp help and the first person that came in on comp help we got them there on broken seals so it's pretty dope that's, that's good awesome dude heck yeah staying away from trials i i, I can totally yeah understand i think that. i'm taking a break from trials just my head is better without it this is the first weekend i've not touched any trials yet so it's yeah interesting. 
Are you getting withdrawals from it? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jabba, what have you been up bit. to? No. Uh, a lot of Valorant. Way too much Valorant. And Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy 14. Because that yeah. game's so good. I dragged Billy into it as well. And it's, it's a it blast. didn't take much. <laughs> I've been doing some Monster like, Hunter too, right? Some Final Fantasy? Okay. Yeah, let's just mention the words Final Fantasy. And Billy was like, sign me up. Yeah. Where, where am I going? What server? Uh, and yeah, a little bit of Monster Hunter as well. Like just every time there's something new, just dipping my toes in that and being terrible. So. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I mean, mine is much the same. I took a little bit of a break this week. A small break, just a couple of days off, <clears throat> which was uh, definitely needed. But back on the Valorant grind now because I'm, I'm addicted to that game. And even the two days I was off, I was still playing Valorant off stream as well. So <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I, I did a little bit. I needed my daily challenges, man. All right, you know. Trying to get, you gotta out, get that get XP, man. It's gotta Absolutely. Keeps bringing you back. All right. So, <clears throat> first topic of the day um, is one that we want to talk about uh, a little bit. And uh, it is copyright and what copyright means for content creators and how, mm-hmm. how we deal with it. All right. So, obviously, none of us are experts. We're not lawyers. We've not read. You know, I'm not super familiar. Well, okay. Java's giving me a look that like maybe he is a lawyer. And I didn't know. <laughs> Um, but like I, I'm not an expert on copyright law, well. but I have I have my article article two <laughs> paragraph three. <Okay>. Say. <laughs> Java's kind of a lawyer, so he'll be the one to lead this conversation, I guess. <laughs> um, basically, I just I wanted to talk about it because I think it's something that's going to become more and more relevant and more and more important to content creation. I mean, we've had the whole article thirteen and article seventeen and. Uh, a couple of us have had direct experiences with uh, copyright claims and things. So, uh, who wants to jump in first of all and just give us an overview of what copyright is and how how it kind of works? Billy, Does anybody maybe... definitively know how it impacts everybody though? Because it seems like everybody seems to pick and choose what they actually want to to use in their arguments. It's insane. Well, well. Um, so I have I have a, a nice short little synopsis here. Um, so. Copywriting basically means that only the person or entity that that has created an original work um, can grant permission to someone else or copy it. So they can they themselves can continue to copy it, you know, per uh, a limited period of time, depending on the nation. You know, like some countries have different lengths of copyright, but basically for a set period of time, you have sole ownership of that thing and can challenge claims against other people who may be using that without having sought your permission. And in addition to that, the let's say, US Copyright Office is similar. Um, it says that literally the means, it literally means the right to copy, but has come to mean that body of exclusive rights granted by law to copyright owners for protection of their work. Um, and really it kind of revolves, I think in the modern era around like, um, being able to assign licensing, funding, copyright holders can collect royalties um, when others use their copywritten work. There isn't um, isn't necessarily this like hard and fast, only I can use it. It's like there are ex- extenuating circumstances where others can use it, but obviously permissions have to be attached to it. <clears throat> and then there's agreements where those people are going to be compensated for the reuse of the work. And then, you know, the, the terms on which those things can be recycled may depend on a contract that is not necessarily the same across every use case. So, yeah. Yeah. So, 
Um, I mean, cool stuff. Cool stuff. Cool yeah, stuff. it's it's <laughs> riveting. But you know, it's it's important. It really is. Sorry, go on. Recently, side, I got one thing on Twitter, uh, DMCA'd. Right, and it was a TikTok video that wasn't even on the Twitter platform. It didn't have like any like previews or links or anything. Like I did it in a very specific way where I wanted somebody to click on that link to take them to my uh, TikTok to like try and boost the engagement there. And somebody, I think it was, uh, in fact, I wouldn't actually name the company, but they actually must have clicked on the Twitter link to go to TikTok and then copyrighted the Twitter link specifically. And they locked me out my entire um, Twitter until I went through like the 10 minute presentation or whatever it was, <laughs> like read through it all. And I was like, for fuck's sake, it was literally, I woke up, it was like, 8 a.m. or something like that, and I was looking at my phone going, I'm fucking locked out of my Twitter. Like, what the fuck? It's crazy how much power these guys have to, like, instantly just, like, quickly tick a box, hit submit, and then you're locked out your Twitter account. And I actually went back, and it's not any of their music. It's a remix. So it wasn't even for a video you posted on Twitter. It was a link it was a that link took you to out TikTok. of Twitter. But they still DMCA'd your Twitter. Still wow, I didn't know that. No, that 100% makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was like, what the actual fuck? It's crazy how much power they have. Uh, that is actually nuts, yeah. I mean, obviously, again, you may, people may or may not know that the same thing happened to me for a video that I posted <clears throat> multiple times during the course of a year where I was going live. I would post this little video that had some music in the background, and I got DMCA'd. 20 to 30 times all at once and they completely banned my twitter because of it uh, i had the same thing where i got locked and i had to read their little presentation and then got back in and then i got locked again and then eventually it got banned completely um but uh, i didn't realize it would it would hit you from tweets so in theory then if you even just shared like a link to a youtube video that had something in it you could get a dmca which is kind of crazy really that's quite scary <laughs> What annoyed me the most was the fact that technically that tweet had nothing that was copyrighted. Yeah. No, yeah, that, that's absolutely asinine. The tweet itself, the content of that tweet had no copyright material unless they're copywriting a link, which they can't because it's your, your TikTok account. So it's not like they can copyright your TikTok account. If anything, maybe they might have some sort of leg to stand on on the actual TikTok video itself, but mm -hmm. I, I assume that's fine. But then, right, but then arguably, TikTok, they yeah, would be TikTok. they should be getting at you through TikTok. Like right. you should be exactly. contacted through that, and then that would be a separate dispute with you and the DMCA through TikTok saying, "Okay, well, there was a remix that was used. It was not an original piece, or is a remix of an original piece, but like I, you know, I wasn't aware or whatever." And like that would be its whole separate thing. They're basically extending their claim beyond the boundaries of another platform. It's the only way I can because... see that they would do that is if they had, if like the copywriting rules <clears throat> of TikTok and Twitter were like TikTok was like less stringent or something. They didn't necessarily, you know what I mean? Like maybe their rules yeah, are a little like a loop lighter. So they're like, eh, well, I don't want to deal with the TikTok. Maybe I can. That's... Well, that's Twitter the thing is that they're the, the copyright, copyright law extends you know, per like each nation has its own copyright law and or observes the copyright laws of other nations. So it's it's not even so much like Twitter kind of being flexible on like what it 
it's more about like the flexibility of their enforcement. Like how how much do they want to um, aggressively pursue users over it? Um, you know, and and any platform, I guess, could be more or less aggressive. Like you know, Twitch right now um, to touch on streaming, their um, their take on dealing with potential copyright threat is simply to mute uh, a portion of a VOD. They can't control what happens live. Um, and to some, to some sense that, that like is appropriate um, because you figure if I have my windows open and there's a car riding down the street, uh, which living in the city, sometimes there are people who are just blasting a song. You can clearly hear it come over my microphone. If, if there's incidental music in the background, that's just bleeding through live that can't be helped by a creator obviously there's people who are using spotify in real time and you know that's a whole separate kettle of fish on its own but basically they mute their vods which uh, you know basically they're washing their hands of it they're saying we know that stuff is happening live we can't necessarily account for validating whether it was or wasn't intentional live um, unless somebody flags you know uh, a channel um, <clears throat> which is kind of extreme given the circumstances um so to that end, it's like they're they're not they're proactive, but also lax in their enforcement. Proactive in that, well, they know that they can avoid future issues in lawsuit if something is scanned in the audio track, mm -hmm. they just mute it. Um, it 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 like lessens the likelihood that it'll be pursued later. Whereas Which these of, other companies, it may, it they really make any sense to going me. for it because like Spotify, anyone can have Spotify. Anyone, go download it, and you can have access to literally every single song that you might be listening on any one of our streams. Yeah. Anyone. And they're like, oh, you know, copyright it. Or they mute it. Like, I mean, I, I get that they're covering their ass with the mute, but it, it still doesn't make any sense because it's like, A, no one's using it, my VOD, to, well, I'm going to rip that mute, that song <laughs> off of it. You know what I mean? Like, that's not <clears throat> happening. Who's doing that? Yeah, I, I guess it's more the fact that if you're live and you're listening to music that was made by someone else, but you're gaining subs or ad revenue, then you're effectively profiting using part well, I mean, of I mean, I pay for Spotify, so I already paid for that shit. But you pay Please. for the right to listen, but, not the right but the, to license but the viewers the music. But the, yeah, the, view, <laughs> the viewers haven't paid for it. That's, that's, that's therein lies the issue is that it's the oh. consumer on the other end. Uh, so that even if I have a paid Spotify account, and they don't have to pay for it though. They can just download Spotify themselves. Well, the thing is, Spotify isn't used for commercial use. Like it's built within T's and C's that you yeah, can only consume it. So like, let's assume that there was a commercial price. Let's say it was a hundred pound a month or a hundred bucks a month. Your viewers could technically listen from that, but because it's not meant for commercial use, that's why Twitch is like completely muting everything. But the, the thing that happened to me, I wasn't even that mad that they actually striked the channel. You come to expect it nowadays. Everyone's going to try and make money. But it was the fact that they went through a Twitter link to get to a TikTok that technically nothing happened on. Because that, that specific link had no copyrighted material anyway. So let's, let's assume they took down that tweet. They could just upload it again. But then and I, I'm I would curious, get another strike on me. What if you'd, what like so? Essentially, it's it's almost like in their mind they're thinking, well, I know you're saying it's not, but let's say they're saying, well, this TikTok has content that we own in it, so we're gonna strike this guy's Twitter because for whatever reason they decided not to strike your TikTok. What if you'd shared a TikTok that wasn't your account? You shared a TikTok from someone else. Would they still strike your Twitter? 
when somebody else made the video like it's the thing is i don't know I mean, how familiar it, you guys are with tiktok but i mean it's just every single tiktok has music more or less right and most of the time it's just straight up half a song or whatever right and i feel like i do sometimes see old tiktoks that maybe i've liked a couple of weeks ago if i go back to find them sometimes they're muted so the video is still there but there's no audio because there was a claim <clears throat> but i feel like it's not happening very much on tiktok people are still getting away with posting and the, the nature of tiktok with it being so quick is you make a video the first 24 hours or whatever it's you know if it blows up it blows up it doesn't matter if they mute it later because that video has already had yeah. its its reach you know so it is interesting and i i feel like i feel like tiktok's still about the wild west with with copyright um and i haven't heard any instances of people getting claimed although it seems that they are being muted in some cases a few of my old ones have got muted that i've had yeah. music in so but i never got a notification or anything it's very interesting i don't understand how tiktok manages to actually get away with it i think it's mostly got to fall under fair use right like mm -hmm. if it's transformative and in a parody sense like that's probably how they're going to try and push through most of it that's a that's like a very it is a very broad area with fair use like very broad and people will push it to try and get away with things that really aren't fair use yeah while like other times it's like well you know what you've taken an aspect of something that is copyrighted material in a transformative way you've either provided commentary on it analysis on it used it as an example in some larger thing or uh, it's a parody but it's a very sort of gray area. Mine definitely discussion. wasn't fair use. It was just me highlighting two flick shots that I got on someone's head. And well, I, I was just going to say, like, Java's points are, are perfect, and it is a gray area, but it's so strange that, like, they... I don't know, like, if fair use makes sense in 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 respect to, like... Um, recycling bits of material, but insofar as like why one company decided to go out of its way to go through and strike a claim through another platform, that I think like that in itself is just like bizarre because like where do they even have the grounds to do that? Like, in, and in how was it? These things they usually don't. It's just that most people won't fight it. So they just oh, I'm fighting see what they can get away with. <laughs> <laughs> but you see the support team that Twitter has. No offense to them, but it's shit. Like Agreed. the the open the opening argument <laughs> that I had was essentially like, look, every everything within their claim is wrong. Here's why. And then I got like a message back basically saying, well, they've said that it's their material. It's like okay, but I've given you the link is not their material. <laughs> Well, let, let's assume that everything within that link was this. Like, I literally just had me just going like this at the camera, and it was the music playing in the background. Completely not fair use or anything. It's not their material, but the, the actual Twitter staff are saying, well, they're saying it is. It's like, I know, but I'm giving you all this evidence to tell you that it's not. And I'm getting nowhere. So there's yeah. a permanent strike on my account. They were the exact same. I can't get it removed. When I tried to do it, exact same situation. Um, they said to me the only way to con to, to unban my Twitter was to reach out to the copyright holder and get them to release just one of the strikes, and I'd get my account back. Obviously, I reached out to them, but they could not care less. Please, Mister yeah, Big Company, can I have my Twitter back? Like they don't care. <laughs> you know, they're like I never got any response. It's um, 
it's it's tough and i feel like it is important to say that i copyright is a good thing the actual law of it makes sense if you are someone who creates music or, or movies or something like that copyright is there to protect you the problem is when companies or people abuse the system right which is something that's known <laughs> on youtube is like a big big thing on youtube you know that's why you see all these big youtubers will never really use copyright music i mean there was that thing a while ago i think where mr beast sung a song and they got a claim for it you know oh did he not that blows my like mind that? too they, like, they yeah, they, you can't like even that. like hum it yeah and they got a claim for it and it's uh you know obviously for a big youtuber they're losing their revenue in that case because a copyright strike can be a few different things i mean in terms of youtube you can have the the claim which is where they say hey your video is fine you can still have your video up um but we're taking all the revenue for it which like in most cases for a small youtuber like for myself for example fine I, my youtube channel is not monetized anyway so my video stays up like we uploaded to the group channel it immediately got claimed because we had copyright stuff in there but that doesn't affect us because we're not making any money on a youtube channel so as long as the video doesn't get blocked it's fine but i have had instances where i've uploaded a video and they've said hey this is just being straight up blocked it's not allowed in this country this country this country and they'll just block it in everywhere except one or two places in the world which is obviously <clears throat> that affects smaller channels much much more um but the problem is that it seems to be so easy to do these claims uh i think there was a case on twitch recently as well where somebody was just making bogus dmca claims and yeah. twitch's response is to immediately ban the person because they have to investigate it so people are abusing that system um that's the issue it's not the actual copyright itself it's the only way that they can keep from be, uh, being liable for those types of situations if mm -hmm. they just squash it then they're clear exactly unfortunately and I, and I, for everybody else but it makes sense for them my my channel um for youtube isn't um i haven't uploaded in quite some time and it was not really designed like you said to to be geared for monetization but i had got hit with a bunch of claims um and this was after i went well out of my way to uh acquire and utilize music and videos that was um under creative commons which is a, an alternative to sort of um sanctioned like federal copyright law basically creative commons has different layers of permission so basically uh from the very beginning if an individual or an entity um says okay, well, this is a Creative Commons copyright with these strings attached. Some of them mean that you, you're you free to do anything you want with it. Some of them means that you can use it in a non-commercial setting. Some of them means you can remaster it, but you can't like um, make money on the final copy. Some you can do any, you know, anything. Mm. For me, what I did was I went well out of my way to acquire music, both for the beginning of the stream, um, as well as for music for my videos, through um, a company that had, you know, a good track record. They had uh, a good um, Creative Commons platform. Basically, you could use it as long as you uh, provided uh, attribution. So in the description of the YouTube video or somewhere on your Twitch page or anywhere, you just have to simply link back to their page and credit them as the source from which you got the material. And it's it couldn't be simpler the way that they had set it up. The problem was this, what I later, came to find out was after getting several strikes on videos was that the individual musicians or or person in their bedroom whoever made the music like they sourced it out to this company they may have done it 
I don't know if they got money for it or not, but they they added their money. They added their music to this catalog. The catalog itself again is is Creative Commons with attribution, and what they then did was they also outside of that went and sold it to other catalogs as well that were not fair use or, or Creative Commons centric. So then what happened was I was getting tagged by not the company that I got it from because I was doing what they asked of me, but the performer had been unscrupulous and gone out of their way to resell their content into a different catalog. And then that other company was hitting me with claims. I reached back to the original company that I got it from and they said, yeah, here's the boilerplate response that you should use to dispute it. You know, they're in the wrong uh, we'll be, you know, uh, trying to address, you know, their presence within our catalog. But it's just like it happened a fuck ton. Like it yeah. happened a ton of times where I was getting hit with claims when I had done everything right um, because the performer had listed it under different song catalogs. And it, uh, those people then went after me and they were very spurious claims like they, they it just and some of them weren't even for tracks that like I was using. They were just like by the same performer, but a different track that I guess was similar to the one that was in the other catalog. So yeah, just, I get you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that it's sucks because... like an algorithm. Yeah, yeah well, well that's... that's. I mean, that's what Twitch... Like, I mean, Twitch... There's... I think there's... I don't remember the names offhand, but there's two major um, audio algorithms that uh, companies license to just scan media uh, to find this stuff. Um, and yeah, it's just a computer listening. And then it just pings... The individual so i think it's kind of like you almost set up like an ebay alert like or a google alert like anytime your thing gets a hit you know you can be notified by it um yeah. so that's that's what they do yeah and it like you say particularly what sucks there is that you went out your way to uh <clears throat> to make sure that you recovered and it still it still came back to bite you which uh which really yeah. sucks it's a it's a very hard area and it's it's a very difficult thing to get right um if we were to, because I mean, again, obviously my fear was I, I, in the space of half an hour, I went from having a Twitter account, which I'd had for years to having to start all over again from the beginning, uh, which kind of put the fear of God into me. And that's why I personally decided just, okay, I'm going to try and be as smart as I can with copyright to, to move it to like a sort of Twitch perspective. How often do you guys click on streams and have popular music playing in the background? Every day, like a lot, actually. Like every day, yeah. I would say almost every stream, almost every channel, um, that is at, like actively playing music as a adjunct to the game music or or a, an adjunct to the activity, um, yeah. Some of it I, re- you know, it's like you, the stuff you recognize, and then obviously, like I know, kind of you use Pretzel, which is like all non-copywritten music, you know, uh, free to use, you know, that sort of thing. So you won't get those DCMA claims. Um, but in that, like, if I pop into your channel, I'm just like, I don't recognize a song. It's got a bit of a beat, you know, but like, I don't know what it is. But there's plenty of ones where you go in and it's just like, oh, that's that's Led Zeppelin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like anytime I stream. Yeah. Because I, I don't care. So don't this, care. Is, this is the interesting thing is that Twitch does still seem to be uh, a bit of a, a an exception to the rule, and and like you say, it's because it's live. You you can't always control what's happening directly, and I I feel like if somebody like I don't know if the algorithm is going to be able to be smart enough to pick up live music that's happening there and then and strike you when it's live because they have 
<clears throat> no proof, right? This is why Twitch mutes the VODs, because then if somebody wanted to go back and claim it, they go to the VOD, it's muted. So you can't hear it, you can't do anything. And I think for a lot of people, they think, well, that's, I'm protected, right? Because while I'm live, I'm not going to get a strike. And then it's going to be muted in the VOD, so they can't hear me, right? Which does make sense, right? It, it does. But I think people are getting wise to this fact, and people are starting to be a bit smarter about it. I mean, I, I see still sometimes, like, Tim the Tatman, if he's in his just chatting, someone will link him a, 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 a YouTube video, and it's like a new band or a new song from a, a popular band. And he'll open up, and he'll listen to a couple minutes on stream. And it's like, if people aren't watching him and claiming him, then, you know, it's fine. I can get away with it. But I am trying to think ahead. And like yeah. uh, Grog said, I kind of moved over to all copyright-free music um, because, again, with someone like Tim and a big streamer, and this has happened, you'll get a copyright strike for a song that was played or something like that. They'll get a few days ban and they'll be back. My fear is that as a smaller channel, it'll be bye-bye. Like, your channel's gone. You, you don't get to come back again. Then you have to start mm. all over. And for people like us that have been working on our channels for a long time, that's a pretty scary thought. Um, again, I think 99% of the time, you're probably fine. You know, it's... it's Even technically, if you, get, uh, if you were to get a claim, I think it would probably still default to a temporary ban, like 24-hour, three-day. I'm not sure. I don't think Twitch would perma-ban, but like I've seen people be perma-banned for crazy things on Twitch. Small people that I know that are just banned straight up. Um, so my thinking is get ahead of the game. You know, don't get caught out because it'll only take one person and you think maybe that, oh, that won't be me. Well, I used to say when someone gets banned for listening to music on stream, then I'll stop. But I just, my luck, it'll be me. It'll be me that gets banned. Uh, and the Twitter when that went i was like yeah i'm okay need to be careful mm. but i mean there's other advantages for me like i can upload my stuff to youtube it doesn't get claimed on youtube anymore if i use music from stream um you know uh what are your guys thoughts on it what do you what do you think do you think that is going to become a bigger issue on twitch i think it no. will <laughs> I, 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 let's go. I think it will given time I think as, as, as tools advance and as like soft AI has become more and more robust I think that we could start to see it happen more regularly as it's able to detect things in real time I think it's possible because if you look at um, fuck what's the uh, there's a name for the technology where you basically spoof um, someone's video uh, like like uh, the famous example was they took President Obama and basically made him say oh, stuff. Oh, like a deep fake? Uh, oh, okay. Deep, deep fake. Yeah. The the AI, and I've watched a couple deep fake examples where some of these were done in real time, where basically they had set up a maquette, uh, like a um, like a little um, CGI-like version of the celebrity or the person, and then had another individual in real time just, you know, swing a microphone down and start talking, and with a little bit of lag, it's able to start to keep up. I think as technology continues to shift, maybe not next year, maybe not the year after that, but I think we will see it happen. I think there will be a real-time evaluation on platforms where those claims could be coming minutes, if not hours, afterwards. Um, and they could be based off live content. I don't think it'll be soon, but I think it will happen. Mm -hmm. My thinking of it is that we see it so uh, rife on YouTube. Um, like we've mentioned, you know, big creators are terrified 
of of claims and I, I can't tell you how many times i see a video will get uploaded and i'll add it to my watch later playlist and then i'll go back and it's been deleted and re-uploaded because it got claimed and they've just cut whatever it was and re-uploaded it again you know a, a lot of these people are, are absolutely terrified because companies know how much reach youtube has and how much potential they have to go and claim that stuff right the companies know that and i think particularly with the rise of live streaming because it is getting more and more popular more and more mainstream um i think the whole ninja explosion might have brought that forward as well companies are starting to take notice of it and i i i bet you anything that these big companies are just sitting there trying to work out a way to monetize just the the free reign that's happening on twitch right now oh i, I guarantee him because it's you know it's an opportunity for them to make money from doing nothing you know and i'm not saying again i think copyright is a good thing and when it works it's 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 a good thing but i think that there are these companies that will just try and get every i mean again they claimed our our group channel videos and our group channel is not monetized so it doesn't get ads however because they claimed it what will happen is somebody watching it might have to watch an ad and that money's going to go to them now how much are they possibly making off of our group channel which has you know it's not a big channel by any means it, but it's obviously automated Don't lie, it's massive we have a legion our fans are yeah. legion <laughs> right you gotta look after the pennies tubs. though hashtag zero fam <laughs> it's it's just you know my point is that they have a way to just automate just making money off of basically doing nothing they made their thing they own the copyright and they can just rake in money from that um yeah and i i really truly believe that they are doing their best to get involved with twitch and probably mixer and all sorts of other things um at the same time i don't know how youtube does it because i assume youtube live streaming you can't claim like i i, I, I assume when you like live stream on youtube i mean it uploads the whole thing as a vod on youtube so i guess the system works that way um so the processing power of an algorithm it needs currently because rog hit the nail on the head it currently needs to be offline because it needs to scan the full thing from start to finish and then it'll pick it up mm -hmm. so if we were live that means that it either needs to view it every minute to try and pick up what it's just heard or it needs to wait until we're finished bless you bless you and then <laughs> so you either need to do it every minute or you need to wait until they're finished before it can scan the entire thing otherwise it, the processing power of every single streamer and it needs to do it constantly it, it's yeah. not feasible right now it's really yeah. not if they can make that smarter then they can do it but right now twitch is not gonna give like full reign to all these people to try and like use up like the entire twitch server like resources just to try and cooperate somebody but if they make it smarter like grog said it will happen in real time yeah it's gonna have to yeah, I agree. Because, like, they're doing it right now. Like, the companies are giving them the algorithm to basically say, I picked up your music. You want to, like, do a strike on it. Like, it's automatic, like Grog said. But if they can do it in real time, that's when I think you'll see a lot of creators just completely shying away from it, like you and me have. Like, I don't use copyrighted mu music on mine because I'm terrified. I really am. Yeah. And I think, I guess the one thing that that stands out in the conversation for me, um, and I'd like to echo what Condi has said, is that copyright is not a bad thing. It really isn't. I can give 
a really sort of nice, like good feeling example of how copyright can be awesome. My, you know, we have this economic downturn right now. Everyone across the world is 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 getting hit in the wallet right now. Um, and my uncle, who's a musician, is one of them. Um, and my uncle, you know, everybody knows somebody who like dabbles in music, but he's done pretty good. Um, he he had a um, he did not all of, but most of the music for um, Ken Burns's uh, National Park series. Um, and so what happened was that faded from the limelight. PBS recently picked that stuff up, started rebroadcasting it. All of his music for the year has been canceled. He can't go and do any performances because obviously it's live. There's a pandemic on. He basically, that is his sole means of living. Uh, and, you know, as anyone who pursues a uh, career in the arts knows that like, making a living off of the arts is really fucking hard. Mm -hmm. And so basically he was like, okay, well, I, I'm going to be fucked for the rest of this year. I, or, or maybe even in, into next year, turns out PBS starts recycling uh, and reshowing this stuff. He gets cut a check for $70,000 because they are reshowing all of this stuff. And he, as per the contract that he signed with Ken Burns was guaranteed a portion of the, you know, the, the rights for when the stuff gets re-aired. And so, and it was his music that he worked on. He created original pieces for the program. And that, that is, I'm not trying to humble brag that my uncle's real cool because he is, but like, <laughs> um, it's one of these things where he is, I, I mean, I can vouch for him. I mean, he, granted he's my uncle, but like, he's a nice guy. He works really hard. He's spent more than 30 years working in the music industry and he's, labored over this this is his passion and it's the only means of income for him and so this will see him through a, what is otherwise a tough time you know he is not beyonce you know he is not like a massive you know personality if i said his yeah. name it wouldn't even matter you know who he is because nobody me. would recognize it al petaway oh Peace. no shit <laughs> no but <laughs> but but it's just one of those things where like Copyright does have a purpose. It should be able to protect the work uh, of individuals who this is their, it's not just a hobby, but it is their their way of survival. And for a lot of us aspiring to make streaming a larger part of our life uh, or to make it part of our, our income, um, it's important for us too. I guess the only thing is like, I wanna I wanna shit on copyright just as much as anybody else in terms of like oh well you know I I, I too pay for Spotify I too will listen to Spotify in the background on a stream like I I realize that I'm dabbling in murky waters there, it is just complicated I do think that like massive you know uh, record labels and corporations are overreaching I think the instance that Cyber got involved in was completely unfair, I don't know I just it's like it. I don't I guess I wouldn't want anyone watching or listening to like for the takeaway to be like copyright's bullshit and we should get rid of it because it does yeah. have a purpose as, as Condi mentioned agreed and what you're saying is it's the unfair side of it like initially when my Twitter got banned I was like yeah cool I I used a, a song that I didn't own the rights to 
that's fair. The, the, I, the way they implemented it, I don't feel was fair. Was but unfair, yeah. yeah the, the, there was no way you just said, yeah, cool. It was like, shit, no. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> it's fine. I, I'm, I'm past Ooh, caring. Yeah, now. bad yeah. boy Condi. Well, the, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, just like a rebel, you know. But yes, <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, it's the problem of, of people using it unfairly. And we've seen it over and over and over again over the years. And, um, you know, I still think that it is coming. I think it's it's the it's the elephant in the room almost with with Twitch, and I feel like it's something that I wanted to be ahead of. I am not saying to you right now if you stream and you listen to music on Spotify while you're streaming that you need to do anything about it because honestly, I don't know. I can't see the future, and I think you're probably going to be fine. I think the people that are going to get hit first are the the big channels, but I am saying that maybe it would be smart to just think ahead and make the switch because i used to i used to have song requests right through you know spotify or whatever or youtube where people could request anything they wanted to listen to in the stream and it was great it was a good way of you know getting people involved and yeah but ultimately i i decided to make that that cut so that i didn't have to stress and i think talking about you know what resources are available um the the one i recommend right now that i've been using i don't know if anyone else has got anything else but uh, i've been using a player called uh, pretzel and pretzel is sort of like spotify but all the music is copyright free uh now i don't know what the extent of that is like obviously grog where he had his uh situation with what he thought was safe music but i will say since i've been using pretzel there's a lot of good music on there there's a lot of not so good but there is a lot of good music on there and uh, i don't feel like the quality of the music is a problem like i I've made a playlist of stuff I like. I change it every so often, uh, and it works nicely for me. I've not had a single muted VOD, and I've not had a single claim on anything I've used on YouTube. So it works great for me, um, and I think that we should be looking at it. I mean, if anyone's familiar with Harris Heller or Alpha Gaming, he recently made uh, Stream Beats, which was a fantastic business move from him as well because he's making oh, yeah. he's making oh, money sure. on every stream of that. You know, so when people are listening to it on Pretzel or on Spotify or whatever, he's still claiming money from that, but he's not claiming anybody. He's not claiming anyone's channels. He's just making the stream revenue of it, um, which is very, very smart and was a was a great move. But it's it's good for content creators as well because that's music that you know you can safely use and and have no issues with. Um, See, my my big issue. I was using a bunch of um, royalty free things on Spotify for like EDM, and the only downside to that was that then Spotify thought I only wanted to listen to that. So all I would recommend is, it's like, if I'm not streaming, I don't want to hear this, please. <laughs> Got rid of all my good things. It only took like three weeks of that. And it's like, I, I can't listen to any of this. <laughs> no, I get it. i tell you what that real moneymaker is. You got to have a really good popular Christmas song. Then you're set for life with the oh, corporate yeah. royalties. Oh, yeah. for sure. You're yeah. set for life. We should look into that. We should look into that. <laughs> I've got an Zero strategy Christmas. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> my God, Java. Don't even fuck Wait, with actually, me. Don't even fuck with me. We're making an there album. I know you got it. I got it. I know you got it. There you go. <laughs> We're ready. <laughs> for, li- for listeners at home, Java has dressed as Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yep. <laughs> I have a prop box down here. Just <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, so I think uh, Pretzel, does anyone use anything else for you know music for the stream? Any other suggestions? Spotify for me. Spotify. Spotify. Like royalty free uh, playlists. Spotify. Not royalty free. Spotify for me currently, there is um, 
there's Monster Cat, which is a resource through Spotify that people could use. Again, it's going to be more sort of EDM dub, you know, electronic yeah. kind of music. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like they their whole thing is they create they'll do artist highlights where it's uh, it'll be a Spotify playlist that is only that artist. So basically you're just getting, you know, this is the artist, this is their album, you know, and that um, it is available to use in streaming and it won't be hit with a claim. But otherwise all of Monster Cat stuff is like, this is for people to use in the background while they're doing Twitch or Mixer or Facebook gaming or YouTube live gaming or whatever it may be. And it's pretty cool. You can, you can, they have their own web presence. So you can search for Monster Cat online you can also um find like hundreds of hours of music on spotify itself and they uh will seasonally tend to release like these um mixes so it'll be like here's 20 tracks you know and they're based around a theme or here's 20 tracks and like you know it's, it's the next anthology and some series um so that's an option but it's not very diverse again like um as happened with kibbles like it's 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 a very narrow lane it's going to be one set type of music if that's not what you want to be listening to on stream or or repping on stream then obviously it's not yeah. going to be a good pick but see the the only issue that i have with the whole copyright thing and it happened recently kibbles was playing kill switch right and he streamed and i was just playing final fantasy in the background completely lurking i physically heard the song i stopped what i was doing and i started interacting with his chat <laughs> yeah like it, it stops the creativity i feel like you spend so much time trying to like insulate your stream so that like no one can affect it but i mean how many people would request songs in your stream when uh like you used to do it condi yeah. I'm assuming a few, and then it would spark conversation. Like, oh, that's a great song. And yeah, people liked it. Now it, mm -hmm. it it just seems to completely stop the creativity completely. I I was actually about to change subjects, but I've just thought of basically this whole time we've talked about music, and <laughs> the the copyright we should say doesn't just doesn't just pertain to music. Um, and I think this is actually interesting because if you think about it, the the sort of the video game industry has switched on to content creators and streamers and things like that because i mean technically i don't own the rights to any game that i play but i'm going to stream it and then you know as an affiliate i might get subs or i might get donations and i'm using their game to do that now most developers are going to turn around and say yeah please stream our game because they know that it is free promotions free advertising in a lot of cases developers will pay streamers to play their game but there has been times when, I mean, I don't know if you remember the whole PewDiePie thing a year, years ago when he said the bad word and um, the developer of the game Firewatch DMCA claimed because he played, oh, he played my game, so I'm DMCA claiming him, which technically I suppose he's in his right to do, except on this website, there was a whole thing where it actually said, we give you permission to stream this, but that's beside the point. <laughs> like the the point is that we don't own the copyright to these games that we're playing, and and streamers and and good YouTubers don't own it, and they're making money on it. But the game industry knows this is this is good promotion for us. We need this now because there's so much eyes on so much eyes, so many eyes, so many eyes on on YouTube and Twitch and Mixer and, and whatever. So much eyes. Yeah. <laughs> like as a game development company, you can cut down your marketing and advertising budget hugely. By just letting people stream your game mm -hmm. and like give some content creators early access codes get some hype out there like for the most part yeah look at valorant 
Valorant's a great mm. example. I haven't seen an advert on TV for Valorant. I haven't seen YouTube ads for Valorant. Maybe there is, but I haven't seen them. I've, I've seen like one. I've okay. seen one. My exposure to Valorant was just streamers are playing it and it's just blown up, right? It's, uh, it's insane. And I don't know if the music industry will ever follow suit with that. Um, what is interesting, I, without naming names, I opened up a stream just randomly the other day and they were still they were in there starting soon in their intro and they started playing a scene from the movie transformers with their own music over in the background and i was like this is an interesting intro but it kept going and kept going and kept going and then i was like i've been watching the transformers movie for 15 minutes on twitch on this guy's channel and i'm not exaggerating 15 minutes and i was like this is uh this is strange and i wonder if that would ever be hit with a copyright strike because that's just like that's another you don't see that as much on twitch obviously mm -hmm. but um I mean, you know well, that... like, restreaming movies on Twitch is, like, a big, big no. Like, they've set up their yeah. movie night thing, which I assume they've done some kind of licensing agreement through with Prime. Amazon. Yeah. 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 They do if you just slap a movie app. on your stream, like, that's... You're asking for aside, That's where you're going to get hit with a claim. Easy peasy. Hmm. It's it's just interesting. And, uh, like I said, I don't... The film industry, obviously, is outside of specific deals with Amazon Prime and things... Uh, I don't think that's ever going to happen with uh, stuff being on on stream. I mean, they had the Thursday Night Football where they had a few streamers streaming that, which is, is cool, and that's moving in that direction. Uh, but I just, I don't see the music industry ever being like, yeah, promote our stuff. <laughs> I mean, even with, it can be like that with games too. It depends. Like if there's like a big event, um, like uh, Call of Duty, they had like, um, this was I think sometime last year, um, a buddy I know, uh, he streams, he's a big COD streamer. And he wanted to stream this big COD event. And um, I think the first time he did, he got he got a strike on it. And uh, he just emailed him. It was actually kind of, he says a really chill interaction with the whoever he was dealing with. Um, he was like, yeah. He's like, I just kind of want to stream it. He's like, the guy was like, oh, that's fine. He was like, you just can't advertise anything else. Like, you, you have to take all your overlays off. And he just gave him a list of things he had to do. And, like, you can't have just nothing on there except, you know, your camera and our stuff. Like, that was mm -hmm. it. And then he's like, if you do that, he's like, uh, we'll release a strike and you're good to go. And he did that and it was fine. Interesting. Yeah. I think I think it's 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 a topic that we'll probably keep cycling back to in future episodes. I imagine it's a thing that is never really gonna die down because right now in the last like twenty years, but really mostly in the last ten, we have globally shifted to like a remix like culture. Like I mean pop culture mm -hmm. is is very heavily built upon remix memes and uh you know in jokes and references like that's that's kind of how the world operates both in terms of like official advertising you know um i mean there's think of how many times you'll see like an ad where it it takes a jab at at a, a topical you know issue that just happened you know geico or old spice or something like a thing happens and they they riff on it yeah um it's that aspect i don't see going away anytime soon because it's kind of culturally embedded right now um and it's 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 in our social media platforms in terms of how we communicate like you know twitter and facebook and whatnot you see all of these like it's um uh like what is it i feel like every platform has these little aphorisms of the day where it's like somebody takes like a, a stock photo or a picture of a disney character and just puts like some kind of lame like aspirational quote on it like a motivational poster of sorts yeah. and it's just like that shit's everywhere <laughs> like i mean copyright is being violated not just on an hourly basis but like second to second it's it's happening all over 
but it's the intent that matters. And I think that it's a lot, a lot of it's just gonna be murky because right now we are a remix culture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, on that note, Facebook is an absolute nightmare for that kind of stuff. From from what yeah. I've seen and from what I've heard, you know, people repost videos on Facebook and just rake in money. And Facebook seems to have no interest in in claiming anything like that. On the other hand of that, I did see that um, some of the stream beats music was being claimed on Facebook gaming on the, the live stream yeah. stuff, which is wild because Facebook doesn't seem to give oh, yeah. a single shit about uh, about copyright yet. They're claiming streams, which is, is interesting. Um, like you say, it is going to be something that we're going to have to keep coming back onto over and over probably and i i'm personally always keeping up with um you know are people being banned for 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 claims for these kind of things because it's it's interesting to me and i'm you know i'm waiting for the day when they really strike hard and and a bunch of people get in trouble for it you know um i think it will happen there's too many of us for them to get us all <laughs> well <laughs> i mean <laughs> i just don't, i don't want to take that the risk that's, that's yeah. not that's not how it works <laughs> um but yeah i mean i think bottom line if you're concerned about it look into the possibility of uh of copyright free i don't think any of us can ever be 100 percent. i mean i have i have sound clips on my soundboard that are like five seconds of a song that i don't know if they can claim me for that because it's so short but like I, you know the, there's yeah. always something that could potentially hit you so it's just about trying to be smart trying to stay ahead of uh ahead of the game and um yeah just just keeping yourself right so that you don't end up suffering for it and, and to play it excessively safe we all yes zoom in on our faces remove any glasses because those are brands we don't make any noise so nothing can be construed as like a cover of some song and we just sit there yep that's it. You just music in the background. Peak. I'm gonna copyright you right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, I mean, that's not anyone else has anything else on uh, copyright. We've got a couple other quick things we could talk about. No. No. I mean, no, I, think we're I, I, I think it's one of these things where we we could literally talk it to death, but it's not gonna yeah. change anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. True. Just be it's smart. Very elusive. Uh, well, the next thing I want to talk about, in kind of relation to being smart, is the 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 thing going around youtube right now which i don't know exactly how much of this is true or exactly what is happening but the from what i'm hearing and take this with a pinch of salt because it's still i i, I just don't know right but what i'm hearing is this this new sort of hack that's going around youtube and um i've seen a couple of videos on it i've been following it a little bit on twitter um basically the story is that there is a channel who has some kind of bot that is posting comments on small streamers chats and the comment is always along the lines of hey do you want to be friends and i've heard rumors that you click on this or you interact with this comment and it can lead to you losing your account and this person supposedly hacking the account and and um the the sort of i guess what people are saying is because of covid and, and everything right now it's potentially youtube have less moderation they've got less people to to be active on these sorts of things um and personally i have had comments on some of my videos saying hey want to be friends which i just wrote off as well this is a bot i'm not going to interact with it at all but i had people message me saying hey be careful about this i went and researched it saw a few videos saw some things on twitter it seems like it seems a little scary but i don't know how much of this is just scaremongering clickbait I, i'm not too sure 
but um i guess just if you make youtube content be aware of that uh i again i have seen it firsthand people leaving comments saying want to be friends they look like bots so uh, i guess just be careful of that because uh supposedly they can hack your account and uh and, and do bad stuff with it i i personally think it's an urban legend no one no one how like, like you... monkey boy did you not watch the video did you not watch the video i, I did but, it's like... not an urban legend i mean yes the video the guy that video the guy that made that video he made it very like you know spooky scary yeah, I mean, he kind of he kind of like overdid it a little bit, but I mean, like I, I say, mean, the the issue for me is that I've literally had those comments on my videos, and I know it's a bot because they're posting it the second I publish the video. That comments there, hey, want to be friends? That's not how a normal person talks. So I immediately was like, oh, that's a bot, right? I say that all the time. Well, okay, but yeah. like, <laughs> I, what I mean is like, it just immediately looked like a bot to me, so I didn't do anything with it, but. Like I say, I think that part's true. Yeah, I genuinely think that it is a bot. But like the the video that that you linked, it was very like Hollywoodized. Like it was almost like if you if you subscribe to them or leave like reply to their comment, it will instantly hack you. It doesn't work like that. Like somebody needs to. Oh, choose it to doesn't. Hack it you. doesn't. Cyber really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> However, it, I think seen... I think something important sense. to note is that you absolutely need to enable two-factor authentication yes. on mm -hmm. everything yeah, you have for if sure. you're doing content but creation because you're a target according like, to the video though I, yep. it gets around it yeah well, that's not true see <laughs> i i have had a youtube account hacked in the past so but somebody I, chose I, I, to do that know. well the thing is no, I, all mine he was... did he clicked to cry because he wanted some friends <laughs> maybe the, see in my experience of it was years ago when it was like mostly used for we posted banned videos and stuff on there um but i had a literally a google notification saying hey suspicious activity on your account you should change your password so i did that and then immediately tried to go to my youtube channel and they said hey you're not allowed in here anymore this account's blocked and all the support that i tried to reach out just said you violated our terms of service on this youtube channel so you've been banned and i did nothing somebody got into my account and did it so obviously i'm i'm just hyper aware of these things now having lost a twitter and now lost a youtube channel like i'm i'm super aware of this and i don't know it, it the fact that somebody reached out to me to tell me about this somebody that i kind of trust knows his stuff uh and then the fact that i've went and researched and there's there's a lot of people talking about it just makes me think particularly with the comments on my own videos as well uh be safe out there be careful mm -hmm definitely have two-factor passwords yeah make strong passwords exactly just is yeah, people, people are like oh, i've got so many different passwords that's fine just have mm -hmm. either i use a notepad i use the like the 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 oh my gosh on the yeah. on the com on the computer the notepad app <laughs> <Who's our computer? laughs> yeah and on my phone i just have a notepad um you can actually have a physical notepad and just write them down. I mean, I like yeah. the one on the computer because I just have all my passwords on a notepad, <laughs> and I just copy paste them for wherever they're Your supposed way to be. Is way easier than mine. I have them tattooed yeah. in the inside. Oh. <laughs> 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 that doesn't seem very easy. <laughs> I know that it's seems... not easy, but so it's... I just have to kidnap you. Her tattooed right here. Who is looking inside of my ass? <laughs> so you went, not you... very many people. You went full memento on this. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I, I think at the end so of the that's day, what those words were. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, it just comes down to being smart and and being, you know, just being sort of like street smart about how you navigate the web. And it's like phishing is 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 real, you know, and and people will try to 
trick anyone, you know, through like suggestive means or through duplicitous means to try and get you to click a thing that you shouldn't or download a file that you shouldn't or even click onto like a link for a picture that, you know, may not actually be a picture, but may, you know, be like an embedded file. So that email saying that sir humps nudes i shouldn't have clicked on that uh no and and uh Wait, what and <laughs> kibbles kibbles the nigerian <laughs> prince who just needs you to like deposit right some money into his account like that's not real either okay, okay. Um, like you'll learn it the hard way don't doing, rent like... me out grog <laughs> what were you saying See, yo you'll learn things the hard way where you're like gonna go raid with some buds some new stuff's coming out one of them sends you a picture of a cat you click on it and he's just like oh, i'll see you next time off you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I just wanted to bring it up just in case because mm. um you know it's uh something that i was aware of and I, I, you know people need to make sure that these things are are looked after and and, and secure because i've seen people be hacked on all kinds of different places and I people mean, being hacked you know what i mean people be hacking yeah dude i mean I've, there's somebody i was following on twitter the other day whose <laughs> uh, steam account got hacked you. and yeah, just <laughs> It's scary. There's the, it's it's a scary <laughs> prospect. Um, the future is terrifying. So the last thing I want to talk about a little bit today um, is uh, around <clears throat> chat topics and conversations during a stream, and where we would consider drawing a line. Perhaps if if uh, you know if you've ever had a, a stream where your chat maybe goes down a path that you're not really comfortable with, uh, you know what kind of things do you think is uh, is not acceptable? And what do you maybe do to, to change the subject? How do you handle that if that ever happens? Um, there was that time my chat got really heavy into dark magic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Were you okay with it? Did you move the topic on? I, not publicly. No, I'm not okay no. with it. <laughs> publicly. <laughs> Your Honor. It's. I, I mean, I've had times where my chat have just started, like they formed a cult one time and just started spamming oh, yeah. to Cthulhu. That oh was pretty God. weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, but I guess more like, yeah, what what topics we would each consider to be off um, off limits? Like, so chat's just saying here, like politics. I am. Always... I don't like talking politics in my in my stream. I get that some people might be into that, but for me personally, that's somewhere I don't want to go usually. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's aside from the fact that, like, obviously politics is a very polarizing subject, blah, 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 blah. It's like, eh, that's not why I'm streaming, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not <laughs> I'm not streaming exactly. to give you my, like my input on who I think is cool or not cool or who I agree with. I'm here to, like, play games and get shot, you know what I mean? Like, that's, <laughs> and just hang out. I'm not, I'm not here for that. I think that's a, that's a, that's a starting point of where you need to be, of, like, where you kind of want chat to be at is understanding why, you know, what are you there to do? And if it's not there to, you know, get spicy topics going, then, you know, cut those out. Like, 100%. Sure. I usually have the mindset with it where, you know, Twitch is an escape. It's a place to relax, to get away from the seriousness of the world. If any conversation is going to take away from that relaxation environment, I'm not going to, like, shoot it down harshly, but I might say, hey, this is probably not the place for it. Because, I mean, everyone likes their chats about politics, the latest drama yeah. in the world or whatever, but the end of the day you want at least for myself i want to be in an environment where it's just take your mind off those things mm -hmm. let's talk about games let's talk about memes silly stuff like let's just wind it back a bit and not be concerned about that here for so, sure as you say like, I, trying to create that culture and environment sorry mm -hmm. go ahead uh, you're good I, I agree with with all the above and and i think like to add on to that for me like sometimes 
there may not be a topic that's taboo or necessarily like um, uh, sort of supercharged in terms of like its volatility, but like I, you know, things are just overplayed or tired or, you know, it's just like, like sometimes it might even be within the context of a game like Destiny's going through a rough patch right now. I haven't been streaming Destiny in a while, but like I've definitely been in a position before where sometimes I'm just like, you know what, I don't want to talk about the negative today where like I don't want to, I don't want to focus in on this one topic because I feel like either it's a thing that I've already done to death in the channel or it's a thing that I already did to death for like the last hour or it's a thing that you know the entire community has kind of been on about for like the last week and it's just one of those things where sometimes even the topic itself is safe there's nothing wrong with it but maybe you've just really kind of you've reached the limit of 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 having meaningful conversation about it and now you're just recycling and regurgitating the same ideas over and over and it you're kind of beating the proverbial dead horse and at that point i'm just sometimes ready to like yeah let's move on you know like that could be a reason too for a topic that isn't even risque just to be like mm -hmm. let's let's put that to bed let's move on to something else you know just just to keep things fresh and like so that both the viewers and yourself like feel you know motivated and engaged to like want to keep talking about it and it doesn't become this like toxic because some i've just dropped into some channels to watch and people, you know, the the streamers and chat are on the same page about something, but they're just venting, and it just becomes like this really. It's not. I would. I would not say toxic, but it becomes this like really weird place to be as a viewer, just coming in if you don't know what you're in for, and you and you're looking to just hang out and watch something. <laughs> if your first impression is to come in and everyone's just shitting on a topic, it doesn't even have to be the game that's being played, but like it's just a real bad vibes. Then like that might just turn people away. Um, and for me, that also might be a reason to just shift gears. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there, someone brings up a question in chat saying, what point do we sort of draw the line with self-promotion? Um, mm. <clears throat> which is something that is, is constantly happening on, on Twitch. Um, so for me personally, I'm actually a bit more lax on self-promotion in my channel. And I've, I've come to this realization recently um where we kind of so i have i've tried to have sort of monthly meetings with uh my mods to just chat about you know what we think is is going on what can we do better what what do we need to watch out for and um during one of those conversations it kind of hit me that like we run this podcast where we talk about growing on twitch and we talk about you know getting better at content creation and all these things and, and hints and tips and, and and things we do so i feel like it would be super hypocritical of me to just shut someone down if they say like oh hey i had a really good stream yesterday and go hey self-promotion go away like i feel like that would be hypocritical of me to do so my line for self-promotion honestly is if it's somebody i know fine come in talk about your stream that's great i want to hear about it right if it's somebody i don't know that comes in and says hey watch me i'm live i'm better than this ginger idiot then obviously <laughs> you know I'm going to immediately end my stream and host him. I'm going to go follow him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go worship at the altar of their stream. Yeah, right. But like, there's the, I think there's a limit. And honestly, at the point, if if I if someone tries to be sneaky about it and, and you know, there's the classic, okay, man, I'm going to go stream now. See you later. Uh, you know, and it's like, you're, you're, it's not cool. But at the same time, like, I'm not going to be mad or upset about it because that's kind of, I, I want to talk about Twitch and I want to talk about streaming. So for me, I'm very lax on it, which I didn't used to be. I used to be very, very much like, 
you know any self-promotion get them timed out it's not allowed here um that being said i don't want people just coming in and just posting their own links constantly but i'm happy to talk about it if people want to talk about it the thing is we've kind of touched on this before if somebody posts a link in someone else's chat it's very unlikely that you're actually going to click on that link and mm -hmm. go and, and like actually watch their channel but if you know them and the part of your community it's better in my opinion to pick them up genuinely and be like that's amazing dude like how was your stream like how was the game rather than just completely shutting it down like you say no self-promotion get the fuck out of here i think it's you have to think of it as a double-edged sword you either allow them to promote in your own channel or you completely shut that down and you shut the conversation down so it's like which one do you go with kind of the lesser of the evils this might sound harsh but I, I know twitch is twitch and the internet's the internet but it just comes down to basic social skills right like it is just uh, like a little bit of social etiquette goes a long way yep sure. i think if you just drop into someone's chat and post your link like what do you think you're doing like <laughs> That's like uh, I, I don't know. It's like you're in being any on other stage business. performing, and someone just comes yeah. up there and be like, "Hey, they start uh, handing I'm out their album. I'm on down the street. Uh, that's where I'm heading out right now. I'll yeah. see you. Uh, see you all just later, fam." Just on stage, start throwing out your album. But like my yeah. view is, especially if it's people I know, I have no qualms at all. Like it, Twitch is a community. You know, other content creators. We all get to know each other. If you're hyped about your stream, if you've had something great happen, I want to hear about it. I want to. I want to hear about what you've been up to on stream. I want to discuss that shared passion we all have. If it's someone newer, maybe like someone's come into my stream who's new, um, and they're a streamer as well. I might not know they're a streamer, but if we start having like a, they introduce themselves, we're having a conversation, and they bring it up in what is just like a natural, what feels like a natural way, it's never gonna be like, hey, no self promotion, get that out of here. I think it just comes down to social grace and a bit of tact, really. Mm. At the end of the day, I think for me. Uh it's much more like so there's a, i have a few thoughts now first of all like people like mm -hmm. most of you guys when we first met it wasn't uh hey man i also stream we should do stuff together it wasn't it was built on an actual friendship first sure. uh you know and and honestly i think that's the best way of doing it so, like will you um, click that link that i posted asking if you wanted to be my friend and i i was so happy <laughs> that someone finally clicked on it so <laughs> okay okay the, the the point is i think like if you're building a genuine friendship with someone it's much smarter in my opinion to just be friends with that person first and foremost and then eventually you know maybe host them one day or something like that and then mm -hmm. it's like oh okay i didn't realize this person was a streamer i can't tell you how many people that i've seen in my chat they'll maybe follow me on twitter i follow them back and then one day i see a going live post from them and i'm like oh shit like i know this person why am i not following them i'm gonna go hang out in the stream that's a much better way of doing it uh and and honestly that is i think how as i say how i met most of you guys if not everyone and the thing is as well with with regards to talking about twitch and stuff like if any of you guys for example were in my stream i want to ask about your stream i want to sort of promote you i want to go hey can we get a shout out for java please because I like his content and I want you guys to check him out as well because you know what a rising tide lifts all boats everybody succeeds if we all help each other that's mm -hmm. my way of thinking on the opposite hand to that what does kind of drive me insane and to, to answer the question in chat what point do you get annoyed with people it's and not so much an annoyance thing but it is just still the when you're playing with someone you're both streaming and they're not muting to talk to chat is is a little frustrating for most people to deal with <laughs> 
um and that can also be a bit of a self promo thing sometimes if you don't necessarily know the other person is live a lot of times we set up ahead of time and say like oh we're both going to stream or if somebody's already streaming and i'm going to jump in a game i might shoot them a message and be like hey do you mind if i go live at the same time and just have that communication uh, i think that's what it comes down to for me um with with self promo stuff but it's like i think it was java said it's it's the social cues and it's it's doing it in a a meaningful way um if you are particularly if you find another stream and you think i like this streamer i want to make content with this streamer maybe stream together one day <clears throat> approach it from being friends with that person first being a part of their community and then build on it from there i think is is the best way and to follow up sorry you go ahead you go yeah ahead. no no go java i'll say just a quick follow-up i mean as you said as well about hosting people great example if you don't have the time or you're maybe feeling nervous as a streamer to go into another streamer's chat and introduce yourself first that way hosting someone's a great way to meet like just finish up your stream open up the directory look through recommended channels or the directory find someone maybe similar size community whatever you don't know and think hey i'm just going to host out to them i'm going to go check out their stream and see what it's about and in that little window after you've streamed and you've just ended stream and hosted get to know them there it's also a good way to introduce without forcing the subject just by appearing in their chat go share your community with them and take a leap it's always a risk with twitch you never know you might host into someone who you really don't mesh with or gel with well but it is an opportunity to make that leap to find another content creator and introduce yourself that way yeah, yeah I, I think I think um, everyone's made really good points, and and I think Java, in particular, when you mentioned that, there's a balance. And for me, I, I would agree. I think there's a balance. I think there's a time and a place. I've been personally like really supportive of people who have been new to the channel that have, when the when the first words out of their mouth are not "Hey, I stream too," but like later, you know, as the conversation evolves and like you know it becomes clear that they're either dropping a hint or like. I just ask them straight up, like, you know, do you stream or like, you know, have you considered that? Um, I've had a couple new viewers in my channel recently who, you know, are streaming. They are, you know, starting to get their stuff off the ground. And I've been very encouraging, you know, of them. And I've asked them questions of their channel. What do they like? What, like, what struggles are they having? Because like, as Condi said, I, I want to know more about what other people are doing as because I'm also a small streamer. That said, when people have come in and just like, very clearly like you know they i don't know like they 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 come in and they mm -hmm. they cheer with bits and then the the message in the bits is like highly suggestive that they're a streamer or like they're you know doing a thing that you know their first if your first impulse is to come in and then lead with that um it it can feel a bit strange it's kind of like walking into a room with your fly unzipped like and you know that it's unzipped you're just kind of like do you know that you're just like crashing the presence of this this whole chat right now with like Bro, um dicks hanging out yeah yeah you're <laughs> you're, you're, you're really ball. out there your huh? streamer peens rocking out well because and it comes across like you're trying to leech mm. oh yeah well oh, it just yeah, it, yeah, for sure. it just is yeah. rude i mean it would be it would be to the effect of if you were at say a wedding or a dinner party or wherever where people are congregating in pairs or, or 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 threes or something and then like people are actively engaged in a conversation doing a thing and enjoying themselves and then literally if you just like slid like <laughs> and pushed people aside and be like yeah so uh, what's up my name's craig and you're just like who the fuck is craig like what is craig. this about craig and he's like dick and he just hands you a car this is like craig ttv and you're just like 
we were just fucking talking about like gardening and like going to a movie like what the, what are you what are you doing like it just it's rude you know and yeah. it's knowing when there's a time and a place and some people will do it tactfully and some people won't and some people will do it wrong the first time and then they will be rebuffed or rebuked and then they'll maybe fix themselves you know like some people need I think some people do need to have a little bit of pushback when it does feel inappropriate because otherwise it does not afford them the opportunity to learn, hey, this is not the time or place. Um, but that I don't know that that should always be the immediate gut reaction is just push back, be like, fuck you, like no no promotion. Yeah. I, I do think it's a there is a, a definite balance. Um, and some people are just going to be socially awkward the thing is a lot of people won't know as well you know there's still yeah. new people coming to We're twitch every seasoned. day yeah right and and you have yeah. to have that little bit Salty, of um yeah. that little bit of sense like i i had <laughs> you know a couple of people knew yes. recently that they came into stream and they were saying like oh this is like one of the first streams i've ever been in and they were talking about oh, i recently started streaming and they don't know they're new to twitch mm -hmm. like and i'm not gonna be the guy that immediately goes mods can we just ban out this person because they don't know <laughs> Get right? them out. but like at the Get same time away. it's kind of it's it's awkward to have that conversation particularly with someone new and be like hey so like that's not really a very cool thing to do so like to me it's like they'll they'll learn quickly like because some channels will not tolerate it as long as it's not personally started like that yeah you learn quick so. yeah it's as long as it's i also say if, if it's as long as it's not gross as long as it's not um you know craig sliding in craig as Fucking we would say craig. <laughs> uh you know as long as it's not that person just sliding in and completely trying to because it does seem like hey you have viewers i want those viewers come watch me like that's just you know people worked hard to get viewers most of the time uh it's the same thing with view buying right it's trying to take shortcuts it doesn't work uh stop doing it you know well i think if you watch any of the how to build your twitch in 10 easy steps one of the first things is networking but there's a right way of going about it networking is just posting your link and saying come watch me it doesn't work and we all know this but it, that that narrative is force-fed to every new streamer, so I understand why they do it. It's just the right way and a wrong way of dealing with it. It's yeah, mm -hmm. it's about as effective as somebody going to like the local copy center, running off a bunch of Xeroxes for like their car washing service, and leaving it under the windshield wiper of every car on the block. Like, mm -hmm. no, just no. Like you know, like people are gonna pick that up and throw it away because it's not, it's not meaningful engagement. You know, like maybe you'll get a person, but like it just feels so tactless. Um, and especially on a platform where everything is built around personality and being, you know, social, you know, like this, this is all about communal interaction, social interaction. If you if you are already struggling with social interaction and you're going to make some missteps as a result, as we all do, you know, at, at all points in our life, like it's gonna it's gonna show quickly and like you know i mean we've all made these mistakes it's just how quickly do you learn from it how quickly do you realize like this is or isn't sort of a best practice um i don't know yeah i would say to to we were talking about um self-promoting but one thing that i i, I did want to touch on in terms of like taboo topics or, th or things that we want to avoid in the channel if there's ever been a topic 
you know, obviously religion and politics is one of the things where people, you know, be it radio, be it live TV, be it whatever, like often that's just like sort of off the table, you know, just because it, it keeps you clear of a lot of like difficult pitfalls. Um, if there's ever any other topic that doesn't fall under the sort of obvious, but it's a thing that you don't want to talk about or feel comfortable talking about, obviously you have two choices. You could either just kind of let it slide and just talk around it, um, or you could call it out um, directly and be like, we're not going to talk about that. Like, I don't feel comfortable with that. A third thing is if sometimes if there's been things that are on the cusp of like, I'm not sure if I feel comfortable talking about this or not but like it's it's not gone to the point where i'm i'm it's i'm upset or i think it's going to hurt anybody uh sometimes i've just waited for the moment to pass and for the stream to end and then reach out to the individual or individuals afterwards to be like hey i'd like to just kind of break down like you know the, the discussion today and just be like these are my thoughts on it um i just want you to know and i wanted to do it in a way that didn't single you out or cause like any sort of drama um but by the by, this is just like a thing that like I, I just don't want to talk about on stream. Yeah. Um, and that's been effective for me. Um, and I think that that has worked. But I mean, I, I also know other people and I've watched other channels and just been a passive viewer where somebody says a thing that's inflammatory, trying to stir the pot. And people have been like, we're not going to talk about that here. We're going to move on. And if you continue to, to exacerbate this, like, we'll just give you time out. You got to use your dad voice. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think it kind of goes. It's a throwback Ooh, to kind of what we talked about last uh, last episode, um, where kind of the being honest to yourself about how you know, I don't remember the specific title of the podcast, but you know, basically what we did, um, how you know how to grow viewership and stuff is just being honest, and that translates into this type of thing to where like, if you know what you kind of want to be about. Um, you need to either you stick with that sort of thing. So if there's com if there's um, you know chats going on and there's topics being brought up that you don't want to necessarily be a part of, like whether it's politics, religion, whatever it is, and you you kind of wherever you draw your line, whether it's you know a big line, thin line, whatever it is, the gray areas and stuff, wherever that is for you, um, just stick stick with it. You know, don't be afraid to be. You know, it's your stream. I mean, if you you know what I mean. So it's like. If if people are bringing stuff, just tell them like, hey, we're not gonna talk about that. And they want to argue about it, like, hey, go somewhere else. Then you know what I mean? Like, I don't need that shit in my chat. I, I don't I know. That's just kind of how I go about it. I mean, I don't come across it voice. that often. <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't say that I'm like, get the fuck out of my chat, you little bitch. And like, I'm not, I'm not like that or anything. But like, said that just exact don't same be. Thing to me. <laughs> well, that's because he knows you. <laughs> but I mean, it's just, it's just. Be who you are and don't be afraid to be who you are and to say what you want to say because, I mean, at, at the end of the day, it's, it's your stream, it's your channel, and um, I don't – just don't be afraid to, you know, step yeah. up the plate, I guess. 100%. And, and mods can help with that too, you know, if you make it clear to, to mods like, hey, these are topics I'm not really comfortable with, you know, and it doesn't have to be done in a necessarily – calling someone out midstream you can just wham change the subject to something else you know uh it's it's not always easy to do but sometimes you can just completely throw a curveball at chat and completely just switch it and go another way um i've had experiences with people saying you know certain words i didn't really like and it's not necessarily a word that you know 
is immediately like bannable or anything like that but if someone says uh like using certain diseases to describe video games right i'm not okay with yeah. that you know and i've had people in the past say oh this game is right whatever word and i'd be like you know what I, I, please don't talk like that i don't like that word like that's not a cool way of doing things it's just and and people will be like okay didn't realize my bad won't do it again been fine since then you know they just have to know what's acceptable and what's not in your channel a lot of the time uh because different people from different places are going to talk differently right and and yeah. you know words that you might not approve of or not like aren't necessarily going to be the same for everyone is is, is basically it so like like uh, humps was saying yeah. i almost called you polar there <laughs> i feel yeah. like i've got so good at like remembering but so like Hans was saying, it's it's being true to yourself. And if you're not comfortable, don't be afraid to say. Uh, because it does it won't necessarily drive people away. I think people are scared that you're gonna scare someone off that's like a, a viewer. Like I need the viewers, so you can't yeah. I don't want you to leave. A lot of the time it won't. If you put it forward in a nice way and just explain, hey, I don't like that. Can we talk about something else or whatever? A lot of the time people are cool with that, you know? It's uh you gotta run it how you wanna run it. And it's not something that it's not necessarily something easy too, because like I, I may sometimes come off like yeah, it might be easy. Like I say, like it's easy, like oh yeah, fuck up type of thing. Like <laughs> it, it happened probably about a month ago. Um, someone that both these people that were in the chat, like I know that they've been in the chat a little bit, but I didn't think that they knew each other, and something was said, and it threw me, it it threw me off so much to where like I didn't. I didn't, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> like, it wasn't like so bad to where you're like, Oh, get this person out of here. But cause like the, what was said, I can see myself saying to someone I knew, but mm -hmm. the fact that I was pretty sure they didn't know each other and it was said to one of the others as a joke, but it threw me off. And I was just like, uh, <laughs> and I didn't handle, I didn't handle it. Like I didn't handle, like I just said, you should handle it. You know what I mean? Like just be, just because like, it's a learned thing. It's something you have to just get more comfortable. You have to be more comfortable being yourself, which I, because especially nowadays, it's so hard to be comfortable with who you are because you're just trying to, the whole social media aspect of everything and just trying to impress, impress, and like, you know, this is who I am. Like, it's really hard to just be like who you are. And it's just something you have to get more comfortable and like more experiences like that are obviously going to help. Unfortunately, you have to kind of experience stuff like that for it to to get better at it. Like True, but yeah. yeah, it is, it is, and it's uh, it's always a learning experience. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, like I said, I think I told the story previously about a viewer I had who was just super argumentative. They were never, they never said anything that was directly bannable. They never really crossed the line, but they always sort of ran right on the line and just literally would come to start arguments with other people in chat and. I wish I'd clocked onto it quicker, but I eventually had to ban that person and then their true colors really came out and they became very nasty. But it was like, as soon as I hit that ban button and I saw the reaction, I was like, why have I been putting up with this person for a month? You know, I knew from the moment they came in that this person was going to be a problem, but they never, I didn't want to be that guy that's like, oh, I don't like that comment you said, you're getting banned. Because it wasn't like a particularly inflammatory comment. It just they like to start these arguments so you have to just learn from these things right and it's not something that i'll not a mistake i'll make again um but like you say we all have to kind of go through it that's part of the part of the mm -hmm. job description uh do we have any other thoughts or are we getting ready to wrap up here 
All right, well, I'll take yeah. that as that. So, um, yeah, Did thank I you very much. Because I'm smart. <laughs> thank you very much for listening, everybody. I um, a lot of coffee during it, okay? We are going to sign off. Please uh, stick around. We're going to quickly sign off, and we're going to find somebody to go and raid. Uh, so, first of all, Cyber, where can people find you on the internet, and what have you got coming up? What you want to plug? People can find me on all platforms: Twitch, Twitter, TikTok. Instagram, all the cyber project. Um, this week I am hopefully gonna be playing a little bit more Final Fantasy uh, on stream. Whether or not I can like try and rope some people in, like sign <laughs> me up, let's go, boy. <laughs> I think that's gonna be a heavy focus. Plus, uh, Valorant. I want to get better at Valorant, so that that needs to be done. And then I'm gonna change my rumor in again because you know I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> I feel you. I do it all the time. <laughs> if it's not stream would, overlays, then it's here. your whole office. It's yep. always got to be changing something. <laughs> all right, and uh, Grog, where can people find you? Um, so you can find me on Twitch and YouTube at just underscore Grog, and on um, Twitter at gamer underscore Grog. Um, Later today, I'm going to be doing um, Monster Prom with my buddy Wolfie and um, maybe a little bit of the new Apex season. Um, I think this week, I'll be doing more Warzone. Um, believe it or not, I'm only a couple years shy of 40, and I had never played a Call of Duty game until Warzone, ever. <laughs> never played Call of Duty. And uh, a, a good friend of mine uh, was very kind and gifted me like one of the older Call of Duty Modern Warfares, like think four so um i'm actually going to go back into some earlier parts of the franchise and maybe play through the campaign on stream um i, I don't know the story i don't really know like the I, i'd like to get back to the roots of it and actually i think that'll be really fun so that'll be a Definitely thing that i'll probably explore yeah it's really good awesome cool uh java same question uh you can find me on twitch and twitter at uh, java monkey with an underscore at the end because branding is hard um, don't change your usernames ever. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Java Monkey. Um, I will be playing a lot of Valorant. I'll be playing a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen. If you want to watch someone spend almost four hours on a wild goose chase to buy a house in a video game and then fail, <laughs> I'm your guy. Um, and also we do some Monster Hunter and uh, I've got some Destiny stuff. I'm actually reinstalling it and uh, I've got some stuff lined up in the near future for that as well. Um, so that should be pretty pretty interesting. But yeah, you'll find me in those places. Uh, I'm scuffed, but shenanigans. <laughs> awesome, thank you. Humps. I am Sir Humps. You may find me on the Twitters at Sir Humps underscore Twitch and Instagram at Sir Humps. What it do do? Um, I'm going to be uh, doing some more. I, I really like the uh, comp help, and I think that's kind of where I'm going to be leaning towards in Destiny more. Um, will be PvP helps to get people things they may want or not want, but um, that's probably what I'll be doing. And a little bit of Warzone sprinkle in there as well, so that's where you can find me. Nice, thank you. And uh, Kibbles? Yeah, so you can find me at the Mighty Kibbles on Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, don't post that much. But uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Mighty Kibbles. And on YouTube, I just posted a video yesterday. I'm going to start doing weekly uploads on Saturdays, getting in that groove. And I'm going to be playing a little bit of God of War, 
Overwatch because there's a new event coming out and I need to get them skins and then sprinkle in some Warzone. Once the sprinkle in just, just, just a little bit, <laughs> a little bit of Warzone. <laughs> that that guy named I love my hacks really really got to me. <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah, blatant hacking gulag, and a blatant name second. to go. With it. <laughs> But yeah, no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. And I, I'm Condify. You find me Twitch, YouTube, uh, at Condify, Twitter, Condify with two Ys. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I posted a video yesterday as well. Uh, so make sure to check that out. I'm probably, I, I'm still at such a loss with streams. I, I'm enjoying Valorant. Uh, I kind of want to play some Apex this week. If you'll have me, maybe, Grog, I'd like to jump into some games. Uh, yeah, I could get some. I can buy oh, yeah. some Apex. Yeah, and uh, maybe some. Yeah. I'd be around to help with uh, with some comp stuff as well, Hump. So I'm sure we'll get games in. No, we want to uh, help with, people. with all you gentlemen. Oops, you know what I mean? Like, okay. <laughs> 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 um, but yes, most importantly, uh, you can find the podcast all kinds of places. Uh, we have a Twitter at Zero Strategy Pod. Um, most, I think, the most important place right now to check the podcast is our YouTube channel. We've been uploading some uh, content on there. Why is the commander mint working in live content. chat? Okay. Mint. Um, mint. We've we've mint. been we've been experimenting with some group videos. We have another one Talking. in the works that you'll see at some point in the future. Um, and yeah, we 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 appreciate all the support on those videos. We hope you like them, and we'll keep doing them as much as we can. I don't know what the command is, so you're just gonna have to work it out. <laughs> if you're listening to this on any of the audio platforms, uh, do make sure and uh, find us on Twitch twitch.tv slash zero strategy podcast oh i know why i'm doing this wrong there's the link okay i wasn't typing in chat there you go that's the problem um yeah thank you very much for listening we will see you hopefully next week and um we're gonna go raid someone so stick around for that thank you very much see you guys next time goodbye goodbye